That means out of the three eggs, you're going to throw one egg quite away. Now, why do that? Well, it turns out that the texture of the egg and the flavor of the egg is strongly influenced by the ratio of yolk to white. And just by throwing one egg quite away, it's richer, it's creamier, it's softer textured, it's more yellow, it tastes more like egg. So give that a try. My kids are going to love you. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> now, I want to talk some about um, the whole process of invention, of coming up with new things. You know, we talked about it being connected to wonder. But when you're just sitting around, you know, you're coming up with a new recipe or tinkering or whatever – how does that process work for you? What's an example of the kind of question that might come to your mind? I think if you talked to a bunch of inventors or innovators, you'd find that ideas come from all kinds of places or from nowhere. It, you know, it's one of the great mysteries of where do creative new ideas come from. And often you can draw a particular – you can say, oh, there's a source of inspiration, you know. Happy accidents are one of the great sources of invention. You screw around with stuff, you try some things, something unexpected happens. So some of the ideas that we have in, in the cookbook happen that way, either to us or to other chefs who discovered it, told us about it, and we put it in the book. Well, I, I asked that question because, you know, there have been a spate of articles and books lately about the decline of American innovation. And I'm wondering if from where you sit, do you think American innovation is in de decline? Are we inventing less than we used to? Well, a, an amazing thing about America is that America started being the world's uh, leading inventing company – or country, excuse me uh, – in the 19th century. So you had the cotton gin. You had the telegraph, the telephone. You had all the wonderful things Edison did. But in the 19th century, America was an agricultural nation. We were the third world back then. What I mean is it was a largely agricultural rural country. We had a few big cities. We had a little bit of industry going on, but not that much in the 19th century. We had huge social problems in this country. We had massive corruption in you know, New York City, Tammany Hall. If you saw gangs in New York, it's about that. Mm -hmm. We had a brutal civil war. But somehow the American spirit of innovation, which – partially had been channeled into exploring the frontier, part of that spirit of innovation got channeled into coming up with new ideas. And America has been a fantastic inventor since then, so I don't think it's declining. I think, in fact, it's about to enter its, a new golden era. And you can see that in what's going on in Silicon Valley. You can see that in the creativity that is happening in startups and just new ideas all over the place. I have to call you out on that. There was a fairly significant Freudian slip you made there earlier when you referred to the great American company, not country. That's exactly what a lot of people would say is wrong, whether it's in the way of American innovation, is that we have become the great American company. Well, you know, I will agree with you in part that really wild innovation only rarely comes from companies, or big companies anyway. Really wild ideas come from an individual or a small group of individuals. And so if you look at really great inventions, look at the airplane that Orville and Wilbur Wright developed. They were not part of the R&D department of a railroad company where they said, I know, we'll have a better way to screw putting the, the railroad lines down. Let's, uh, let's fly. Well, I asked you this because, you know, in addition to working on gorgeous modernist cuisine, you also have a company – Intellectual Ventures. This is a company that buys patents from small inventors and startups. And at this point, 
your company and big amassed, companies too. But at this point, you've amassed one of the largest patent portfolios in the world. And you and your company have been vilified for this. You've been called a patent troll frequently. <laughs> Which yeah. the suggestion being that what you're doing is actually hindering the development of small inventions. So here's the thing. If you come up with a new idea that's a really powerful new idea, somebody's going to find it threatening. And I, I think that's pretty much true no matter what uh, area you're in. If you upset the apple cart... There's some entrenched player who says, you know, this could be bad for me, or they don't understand it fully. And so if you look throughout history, lots of big, powerful ideas were vilified early on. In this case, the people who are critics, I think, don't really understand what we do, which is we are trying to create a market for invention, and we're trying to allow inventors to...